are living your story right now in this moment. You know, no two stories are alike. We are all unique. We all have a different lens through which we see the world. We all have something to contribute, to share, to be. That uniqueness takes courage. It's not easy to stand in your truth. It's not easy to let yourself be vulnerable, to be really seen, to be really heard. So many of us hide. So many of us stay hidden. So many of us make the choice to step forward, to own who we are, to own our stories, to share our voice. The tide is turning. We're moving into a space of deeper vulnerability, courage, authenticity, and love. We're moving closer to greater self-love, self-acceptance, honesty, and empowerment. To get there, to get to that space, means we have to authentically share who we are. It means we have to authentically show up as our true selves. The magic is in sharing who you are. The magic is in sharing your story. That's where this series comes in. Own your voice. Love yourself. Stay true to your story. Dive deep into your vulnerability. Shine in your authenticity. Once you do, there's no stopping you. Stay honest. Stay brave. Stay true to who you are. Welcome to Seek the Joy Podcast, the power of storytelling. Hi, my name is Kayla Bell, and I'm the proud owner of Errol and Phoenix Swim. For those who don't know, Errol and Phoenix is a Black-owned, um, eco-friendly swimwear brand based here in the U.S. Our entire team is all female. Our um, swimwear as well as our active wear is made from recycled water bottles and we are based here in the U.S. We do everything here in the U.S. Um, when it comes to our skincare, I think it's important to note that it is also sustainable. It is vegan and it is also never tested on animals. So we really do pride ourselves on those values. Um, AMP is a brand I have like wanted to create since I was a little kid. To be honest, um, it came from just me when I was in high school wanting to create something that I could be proud of. Um, as a kid, I knew I always wanted to have my own brand and I always knew I wanted to go into fashion. I had tons of sketches um, as a kid that ranged from everything between swimwear and dresses like evening gowns and such so when I got to high school um just being with my friends and going out and doing different things every time I'm from the south so every time um summer would come around or spring break would come around it was always so annoying to try to find a swimsuit that was not only cute but one that was affordable one that was fitting properly and super supportive because my frame I'm petite but I'm also um top heavy so I'm five foot three but for as long as I can almost remember um I've been a size 34 triple d cup so and then it's fluctuated between here and there so 
it was always really difficult for me to find swimsuits that fit but were supportive enough that I wasn't going to like feel uncomfortable when I would go places and not only that that they actually looked cute and not like something that you know someone's grandmother would wear so I just felt like okay enough is enough I hate it I it was something I dreaded going to go shopping for every single year so it just got to the point where I think I was um a freshman in high school where I just went on like a haul to Forever 21 Victoria's Secret and a few other stores and I just got a bunch of swimsuits and I just like took them apart and then essentially like put them all together and made one really dope swimsuit (laughs) and so I kind of like tested it out for fit I tweaked things as I went along and you know A&P was essentially born from there um little did I know that when I was just kind of playing around with this that I would actually end up doing this um and having like my own brand and being just kind of a creator of a brand that stands for something um so in short you know I kind of start A&P really did start that way and as time just went on like while I was in high school I think by the time I got to 10th grade a bunch of my friends were like oh Kayla can you like make me a suit or you know I really like the suit that you have but I hate the way that this one fits and something just kind of like sparked in me hey okay I'm having this problem some of my friends are having this problem and then my friends would tell other friends of theirs so it just kind of became this thing where it was like okay if I'm having this problem and this many um, women around me are having the same issue, women all over the country and all over the world are having the same issue and I should be the one to fix it. So from there, I just, at 16 years old, I really started working on how to make my brand come to life. Essentially, I had all of these ideas in my head of different silhouettes and how I wanted you know, our suits to be inspired by 90s music video um like outfits and just I had all of these ideas but I wasn't sure how to go from okay there's ideas in my head to now we're a functioning legitimate company so I just did a bunch of research I googled a ton and just really if I'm being honest I really just let my joy kind of carry me the way the rest of the way because having so much fun creating this brand even through the hardships that I've encountered over the years um I think it was just always important to me because I always understood why I was creating the brand it wasn't just I mean it was a form of expression but it was also because I wanted to build a brand that stood for something I was always adamant about having a sustainable aspect to our brand um I was always adamant about really having diversity um attached to our brand and having our brand known for diversity and not just in skin color but having models of different shapes and different sizes with different skin colors different hair textures um models with freckles just a lot of representation that I didn't see growing up um so that was always important to me and just size inclusivity I never wanted anyone to feel like they were excluded from our brand because of their size um we currently sell and cater to women with bra cup sizes a through h and then at the moment we sell sizing from extra small to three extra large so 
it's just something that I've always been really, really passionate about. And I'm so fortunate that my passion has allowed me to have such an incredible career thus far. And it's only getting bigger and better. So I'm I'm really, really grateful. As far as how long we've been in business, um, I started A&P when I was 16 years old. And we started off as a sustainable blog while I was trying to get the manufacturing and everything under control. So my thought process was, okay, I'm still in high school. I'm going to go to college. I was embarking on other careers because I'm also a stylist and a film and television costume designer. Um, So I knew I was going to have other careers as well. And so I just was like, all right, I'm 16. I need to figure out how to start a business and not only how to start a business, but how to start a brand. And at the time, social media was not out. So there wasn't as much information out there as there is now. So I just kind of had to... um, Google and go through a lot of trial and error. Um, It took me a long time to find a manufacturer here in the States. I refused to go overseas because I just really wanted to keep as much um, here in the States and, and give to our country as I could. So in the beginning, we were a blog. We were able to build an audience and really build a following. And then we started selling in 2015. No, 2016, we started selling. So we've been selling for four years now. We have been featured in Sports Illustrated. We have been worn by some of my personal favorite um, actresses, singers, influencers. That includes um, Hannah Bronfman, Deandra Barnwell, Crystal Dunn from the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. Um, We've been worn by Jill Marie Jones. We've been worn by Lyndon Smith. And the list goes on and on. So that's been something that has really been um, so fun for me to see women that either I grew up watching on television or women whose music I've listened to and play constantly um, really gravitate towards our suits because they just love what our brand represents. So that has been just the biggest and probably the most humbling reward um, I could ever ask for. When it comes to our company's intentions, to be completely honest, they're the same as they've always been. I think the biggest thing with AMP is that we want women to feel comfortable, confident, and sexy no matter what they're wearing. We really do enjoy that we get to use our platform to showcase different models, to showcase even different influencers, um, just who share the same ethics as what our brand represents. So I think as time goes on, we want to keep that intact. We will, I mean, our intentions grow as we grow as a company, but I think in a nutshell, we still have the same intent. It's to educate, to um, inspire, and to just empower women to be just frank with it. So that's something that I'm also really proud of that our message over the past 10 years and over the past four selling seasons, we've really been able to get our message out there. And we're, we're really fortunate that so many women resonate with what it is that we have to say. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, when it comes to what brings me joy, um, 
Building a swimwear brand has not been easy, just as I feel building any brand is not easy, whether it's a personal brand, um, whether it's a clothing brand, anything like you name it, nothing worth having comes easy. We've experienced a lot of hardships. Um, You know, our brand has no investors. I've invested every single dime of A&P. And then, you know, obviously we're super grateful that we have the sales that we've had. Um, So, you know, starting our company was not easy. When I started, I was really young. I'm very, very fortunate to have had the, and I still have it, the support from my family and the support from my friends. They have definitely kept me going. But even more than that, I think even on the toughest of days and even on the hardest of days, there's nothing else I could ever imagine doing other than every single thing I'm doing now. Because every time someone DMs me or emails the company or has us featured in a post, I'm so grateful because women are getting to share their stories. Um, I've heard and seen everything from (laughs) one customer DMs me and, you know, she had a picture of her swimsuit. She had a picture wearing her swimsuit and she was like, yeah, I totally just hooked up with like my favorite singer, you know, in your swimsuit. And, you know, I have so many memories attached to this suit. So, you know, there's stories like that. I've had women who have emailed me pictures in their swimsuits um, right after they just bought their first house or bought their first condo. And they're like, I'm going to take a dip in my pool as a homeowner in A&P. So I think it brings me so much joy to know that our suits are a part of big memories and big moments for our customers. And I don't take that lightly. Um, you know, it they they really our customers really do keep me going. Our influencers and just the love that they share and send us really keeps me going and just really getting to live in my purpose and use swimsuits to continuously live in my purpose, I think has been just the greatest, one of, by far, one of the greatest joys of my life, for sure. Um, as far as what I hope for the future, and I hope for the, for our company, in the future, I just want to continue to empower women, but I want our platform to grow. I, of course, want to increase brand awareness. I want to increase the awareness of sustainability and the importance of really living as much of an eco-friendly lifestyle as possible, even if that's just from, you know, the swimwear options you choose or switching out plastic straws for metal straws or just anything of that nature. I think I just want to as a company, keep our platform growing, keep our brand awareness growing, just keep educating people as we go. So I'm super grateful for Seek the Joy and for the opportunity to share our story and what I do, because I'm really, really fortunate that my career brings me so much joy. And I hope that me living in my purpose and just getting to be happy and fulfilled in what I do every single day inspires the next woman and inspires the next person to do the same and really go after what brings them so much joy because we get one life to live and you know life is too short to do anything that really makes you unhappy so thank you for the opportunity I really appreciate it Hello, beautiful wildflower. 
My name is Sandra Dinelli, and I'm the founder and creator of Wish on Wildflowers Life Enhancement Coaching for Women. My purpose is to help women uncover the truth in their heart, find their confidence, and live a life that matters. This is my story. I'm not sure when my fascination with wildflowers started. I remember my first wallpaper as a child was rows and rows of yellow daisies the size of my head. My dresser drawers were painted a bright yellow to match. One would assume that in this bubble of happy color would reside a happy child. I don't think I was happy. Even from a young age, I remember feeling different from other kids and wondering how to fit in. I remember name-calling from classmates, being labeled as stuck-up, when really I was so horribly shy I didn't know how to insert myself into a circle of girls. I wanted nothing more than to laugh and frolic with my classmates, but my self-confidence was low and the self-doubt already high. Kids weren't always mean, and I did have friends, but I never felt secure in the friendships and felt awkward in my own skin. Sometimes I would overcompensate for my shyness by being too loud. If I had any attention, I didn't want to lose it. Junior high wasn't any easier. I had outgrown the yellow daisy wallpaper and wanted something more sophisticated. I had purple in mind. We settled on lavender. My mom spent hours transforming my dresser drawers from yellow to lavender while I scraped off the daisy wallpaper, hoping my insecurities would also be removed. My room was transforming, and I hoped I would, too. Gone was the bright look at me daisy of youth to a subdued, tiny lavender flower, which now covered two of my four-bedroom walls. I spent a lot of time in my room wondering how to fit in with the other girls, questioning how life seemed so much easier for them and questioning were they really as happy and confident as they seemed? Grasping for anything to make me feel different, I begged my parents to let me wear makeup, to get my ears pierced, anything that might make me feel prettier and more like the other girls. Junior high was a strange period of time, and I now realize I wasn't the only one feeling out of place. As I moved into high school, I again was looking for transformation. I was done with flower motifs and pretty colors. It wasn't how I felt about myself, and it didn't represent who I was, or at least who I thought I was. I wanted a black room. Mind you, it was the 80s, so the request was not completely out of line with the era. We settled on a gray room, always compromising, with black accents. The gray was appropriate, as my disposition often felt similar to Eeyore. In high school, I was still lacking a strong girl tribe, but had friends, and dare I even say I was popular, I sat with the cool kids at lunch, was on the dance team, and went to every dance with a date. Classmates still made judgments and put labels on me that not only did I carry around like sacks of potatoes, but I also started to believe the labels were true. 
Well, I believed the negative things people said about me. I had trouble believing the compliments that I was pretty, a good dancer, and funny. When I heard those things, I would look over my shoulder and wonder, who was standing behind me? It was hard to grasp those as truth because the mean girl in my head always brushed aside any positive labels. My self-esteem was low and my self-doubt was high. I wondered who I needed to be to be loved and accepted, just even to be liked. Never realizing there were already people who liked me, loved me, and accepted me just as I was. The self-doubt and lack of confidence kept pushing others away because I didn't know how to relate and let them all the way in. I ended up in a seven-year relationship with someone who claimed to love me and I believed them. However, I now know better that love doesn't involve lying, cheating, and pure downright crazy-making. At 25, I finally walked away, but carried my first love and the wounds for a long time. I don't know if anyone really understood how much I was hurting or how hard it was for me to face each day. I shied away from public or group gatherings. When I did go out, I did my best to show up and smile, putting one foot in front of the other. I so desperately wanted to uncover the secret to living a full and confident life. Where could I find these answers? Who could help me uncover my truth and the magic buried deep inside of me? Let me tell you a secret. Are you listening? No, are you really listening? It will never be another person that completes you or has the answers to the questions you have about your own self-worth. That's right. Another person will never fill the hole or the void in your heart. In my seeking to fill the empty space in my heart, I ended up in a 10-year marriage with a person who again believed they loved me. But the relationship was rocky and not fulfilling. Let's be honest, how could anyone fully love me when I didn't yet fully honor and love myself? I didn't know how to have the hard conversations or stick up for myself or say, no, that is not okay. I hadn't yet learned to trust myself or my feelings. I just wanted to be accepted and believed this self-doubt and sadness was all life had in store for me. Until I realized I had a choice to either stay in my marriage and make it work because that is what society and my family expected, or I could trust my instincts that life had more to offer and this was not the life I was meant to live and end the marriage. I did one of the hardest and scariest things of my life and chose the path of divorce. I've never felt more alone or terrified as I did after making that decision. I turned my back on the shoulds, the labels, and the ideas others placed upon me. I started to let go of my own self-doubt and started to turn my attention to what felt right to me in my heart. 
I got selfish with my time and my energy. I started removing the people and things from my life that brought me down and did not fill my cup or heart with what I needed. I surrendered to myself. I gave in and stopped fighting against my own desires and wishes. I learned to quiet the mean girl that lived inside of me. I praised the scared girl for owning her power. I took time to reflect, to read, to write, to learn, to love myself. I was on an open road filled with understanding, trust, compassion, kindness, and it was this road where the wildflower in me started to bloom along the way. I imagine it was hard for others to understand and maybe even watch as I blossomed into a different person, a better person, the person that I was always meant to be. The world doesn't always give us permission to be ourselves. We don't always give ourselves permission to trust what we know rings true in our heart. To have real beauty, to be confident, to be happy, we are conditioned to believe we must follow trends, buy the right clothes, and act a certain way. Nonconformity makes you different, but not in a good way. It is not surprising that so many girls and women find themselves in a constant comparison with others while negative comments of self-doubt run through their head. I recently came across a quote that resonates by Irish Murdoch in which she says, A flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. Why wouldn't we bloom wherever we are planted? Wildflowers need certain things, butterflies, hummingbirds, bees, rain, and sun to continue to thrive and grow. Just like women need love, shelter, and security to feel safe. We are not much different from the wildflowers. The world needs the uniqueness of every woman. Together, we can create a field of beauty that perseveres through the difficult life struggles while providing beauty with minimal expectations except those of kindness, honesty, and love from ourselves and others. We crave to be admired for our true essence and uniqueness, appreciated for our offerings, and loved when wrapped up and presented to family, friends, lover, or stranger. I have always been fascinated with the bright colors of wildflowers. The unique design and their imperfections always struck me as being so beautiful. The way they dot the highways and hills in the most unexpected places, bringing reactions of oohs and ahs from those that pass by. Even when trampled on, wildflowers come back. They are resilient. They are not held back by obstacles. Rather, they push through tiny cracks in the sidewalk and rocks along well-worn trails. Wildflowers seek the light and the sun as the breeze blows them gently in the wind and spreads the seeds of wisdom onto the next generation. The wildflowers continue to please with asking for little in return. What I didn't realize when I was younger is that my happiness and uniqueness would never look like anyone else's. 
that trying to be like someone else or trying to fit in was creating the exact opposite effect of what I truly desired. I just wanted to be me, however that showed up. I was lacking confidence and the inability to fit in because I didn't know how. Trying on different personalities to see what felt good. Feeding and believing the labels and opinions of others for so long. It was when I finally turned inward and listened to the kind voice in my heart that I finally managed to pull away from the noise to find and showcase my true essence. Today, I find myself in a happy space, just like the giant yellow daisies of my childhood wallpaper. I still have bad days and moods that fluctuate, but just like the wildflowers, I am resilient. I continue to grow and become more beautiful every day from the inside out. My biggest dream is to create a worldwide program that teaches families and children about self-love, confidence, kindness, and honor. If we could all learn to love and accept ourselves, it would remove our judgment of others and create more understanding. What a beautiful world it would be. Until that dream comes true, I will continue my current work of helping women close the door on the shoulds, leaving behind the old stories, and learning to trust and be guided by the message they hold in their heart. Look for the beauty in the wildflowers. It is all around you. This is Seek the Joy Podcast, the power of storytelling. Join us, share your story. For more information and to get involved, visit SeekTheJoyPodcast.com. This series airs the third week of every month. And make sure to join us for Seek the Joy Tuesday. Until then, thank you for your honesty. Thank you for your bravery. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for being here. And thank you for listening.